Well, there we go. We're live. Well, oh. live for us. It's recorded for everyone else. Happy Sunday, boys. What's up? Yeah, happy Sunday, JT. Martinez, can you hear us okay? Loud and clear. Oh, hey. Josh said I was coming in a little hot. You think I'm no, coming no, in no. hot? That's good. You're good. You're good. I mean, look, it's hot for me. It just to be room temperature for everyone else. <laughs> us on a Sunday and on short notice. Um, I think you're going to be the perfect guest for today for a number of reasons, but also because we had Steph Rostein, Steph Bruce on the podcast last, and I think transitioning into your story and showing how powerful that is, is going to be this great like juxtaposition of, of running. It's like um, skinny little white Jewish girl and then my beautiful black Martinez uh, on uh, just bookending the back. It's a hell of a weekend right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, right. before we, yeah, you got it. Wait, no. before we dive into it, a uh, quick little quick little heads up for everybody who's just joined us for the first time. Uh, my name's Josh Muxin. Uh, I have been, um, I guess, uh, very very thankful to be the voice of Represent Running at the start and the finish line for, I guess, all the years, right? And now we're run local, it's even better, right? So now that we're run local, moving on into that, uh, folks are going to be wondering, JT, tell us a little bit about run local and exactly uh, what we're doing with the podcast. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm the run local podcast, and I'm really looking forward to having Martinez on because I think you're going to be able to give us some feedback too. You've been podcasting longer than we have, uh, so you're going to have to roll with the punches here. You're the pro, uh, but another reason we wanted to have you on but we want to invest, invite guests all across the spectrum of events. So they're going to be runners, uh, entrepreneurs, local legends, uh, and beyond. And uh, I think I want to utilize the sport of running to tell stories about inspiration, motivation, overcoming things, tell exchanging almost value of how you bring your community together. And that could be your community, like your town, like the city of San Jose, or uh, it can be your community of the people that are following you as well. And and I think Run Local gets into those niche communities. So we can tell a story through running, but that goes way deeper into life beyond it. So running is a, a Run Local is a brand and a lifestyle um, beyond just getting out there and, and hitting the pavement. Like I think I think there's so much more. Um, yeah, well, JT, cool. yeah, go ahead, Josh. Tell us, tell us one thing you got going on with uh, Run Local. Uh, just like a snippet, little highlight, what's going on behind the curtain. As I folks, I think folks really love to hear what's not, not necessarily what's in your head, but just uh, what actually comes to fruition with all those ideas. Yeah, um, with Run Local right now, we're in a very, we're in a very unique time, right? Like we would be tone deaf to not say this is not a scary, weird time where we can't have our normal events, like we have to recognize that this is strange, that the three of us can't be in a room together. That's even weirder, that we have to call in through through virtual meetings. And I think what Ruin Local's going through is is almost exciting in that we're finding a time and a way to connect to people, to runners, or to our community members in new ways. So uh, one thing being this podcast, this is gonna be episode three, really excited to have Mar Martinez Evans on. Um, then we're gonna have the Run Local Workout Wednesday, starting on Wednesday, that's, that's this Wednesday, hosted by Katie Gott. 
Uh, that's really? going to be live workout, 9 a.m. Pacific time. She's going to be doing a workout for runners. So it's going to be pretty cool in that it's, um, I don't know what this one, this week's is, uh, but you got to tune in. I think yeah. we have an email coming out about that soon. Um, and then we're going to have, we just talked to MEBS people. So MEBS going to be on a webinar in the coming weeks, uh, talking about run, talking about getting through uh, situations like this. Like MEBS family has been in some some situations, if, if, if you know some of the story there. But I think that's going to, he's going to show how, how we can connect that back to our, our daily life and, and run local being at the kind of the cog of all this, of just putting out this content uh, digitally and, and, and really just throwing some energy out there. One more thing I got to talk about. We're going to have Jimmy Coleman starting a podcast. Uh, he is the voice of Nitro Circus. I know this doesn't feel like running, but Nitro Circus is like Travis Pastrana's big bikes, uh, motocross, crazy jumps things. Jimmy Coleman is the is the voice behind that. He's like the you, Josh Muxon, but, you know, actually talented and people know about oh, yeah. him. That's good. That's good. That's good. He probably yeah. goes with the, he probably goes with the like the full on sugared energy drinks like me. I think I so. Yeah. He's I full monster. Like, he's full I monster. Light sugar. And that's probably my downfall right there. Like what I need to do yeah, is just so turn that up a notch. Jimmy Coleman's going to be coming on and starting a podcast called the side hustle. And he's going to be inv uh, inviting different people from the event industry to just talk about event stories and what they're doing right now. And during uh, Corona time. So. <laughs> I'm curious, like, is there is there an E on that uh, event story, you know, when, they, when it goes to publish? Okay, I know we've got yeah. good, some crazy ones out there. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Uh, I do have one more thing I want to do before we jump into with uh, Martinez is thank all the sponsors that have been with us on the event side. So I think this podcast is a great way to, to show our appreciation for them, for the people that are, are turning in. And we are getting more and more listeners. So I want to thank Amazon, specifically Lab126 uh, down in San Jose. They're the ones who make... Uh, the Emma, that Kindle and the Fire and all those great products from Amazon, Alexa. Uh, and then also Zoom Communications uh, stock is blowing up. It has nothing to do with their affiliation with us. It has everything to do with everyone going to video conferencing. But Zoom's been a big supporter of run local events uh, for the last two years of our Shamrock Run. So thank you to uh, the team over at Zoom. Uh, sports Basement, shout to you. Thank you. One of my favorite stores. I go in Sports Basement and just buy everything because I like to do outdoor stuff. Uh, but they've been supporting us for years. And then You Can Hydration. That is the on-course hydration, and now it's the uh, in-studio hydration. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll keep you hydrated during your online shopping. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's with Amazon only. You don't want to cramp up during that. You got stuff in your cart. You're looking to push, you're looking to push purchase. The last thing you want is like a big old forearm cramp. You can't hydration. Right. So Josh, I think we've taken this over enough from the sponsors to what's coming up in Run Local Lands. And all, you can find all of that out at runlocalevents.com. Uh, but I'm really excited that we have a guest on to uh, basically break us up. Um, yeah, you and my daddy. Uh, he is looking fantastic, looking like he's in some studio in Midtown, New York. He's got the <laughs> microphone, the black headphones, some kind of hanging thing that jo Josh, we need the hanging thing with our microphones because now I'm stuck with this thing. Yeah, mine's not even plugged in, to be honest. <laughs> Just here. So I want to rec. Uh, I want to introduce our, our our guest. We got uh, Martinez Evans. Uh, hashtag Slow AF. Three hundred pounds and running. This man has uh, become a friend of mine over the last few years, and he's been a Run Local ambassador for the last two years. Uh, these are the people that go out and and, and spread the Run Local love. Uh, and I can't wait for you to hear his story because I think I know a little bit more of his story than you do, Josh. And you're going to have some really cool questions. Uh, yeah. Well, welcome to the Run Local Podcast, Episode Three. Martinez. Run Local, what's up? What's up? 
Usually we pause right now for just all the applause that goes on in the background. We'll edit that in later. Martinez, we love yeah. you. Martinez. Yeah, yeah. Martinez, we, uh, to kick things off, you know, one of the things that JT and I were talking about is we can do an intro, but we think that you can do it better. Um, we would love to hear a little bit about uh, your story, the highlight reel, um, what you're all about, all that, all that good stuff. Um, so we're going to turn it over to you. Tell us who you are, where you're from, um, where you're living right now, including the studio, and a little bit of background. All right, how I like to start off is everything. It's good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone in the world. It's your boy, Martinez Evans, a.k.a. 300 pounds and running. Um, how I like to call myself is I'm a fat runner. Yes, you hear I'm fat, I'm a runner, and I'm proud to be that. Uh, I started running back in 2012, uh, oddly enough. I used to weigh somewhere near 400 pounds, 400-ish, 380, 360, somewhere around there. Um, the scale, every scale I got into contact with stopped working around like 350 pounds. So more <laughs> than 300, less than 400, somewhere around there. Yep. And the reason I started running is was working at Men's Warehouse at the time. And uh, I felt a sharp pain in my hip. That led me to go to one doctor. That doctor led me to another one until I felt myself in front of an orthopedic uh, surgeon. And he looked at me and he's like, you know, Mr. Evans, I know why you're in pain. So I'm thinking it had to do something with me playing a collegiate football. I played for collegiate football for about a year and a half. And, you know, I'm, I'm just beating up my body. And he's like, oh, you're fat. I'm like, what? He's like, you're fat. So I go in this whole, we go in this argument. And you, he's like, you fat. You got two things. You got two options. Lose weight. You're going to die and all this other stuff. And sarcastically i said to him like you know doc screw you screw all this stuff you're talking about um i'm gonna run a marathon and he laughs at me he has the biggest belly laugh in his life like mm. the biggest belly laugh like i really told a joke and i was serious like i'm gonna run a marathon and um he told me that was the most stupidest thing he ever ever heard of all of his years practicing medicine so just slap in the face furious. yes just the biggest oh. slap in the face so furious i storm out the doctor's office and on my way driving home, uh, I run past, I drive past this running shoe store, and I made a U-turn. I went into the running shoe store, and I said, "I need running shoes, and I need them now." And that became like the journey of like what you see now: the 300 pounds of running, the leader of uh, the Slow F Run Club, which also has an app on iOS and Android, and um, you know different partnerships such as like Run Local, as well as to the bigger brands like such as uh, adidas mm, that little thing wow. that little german cornerstone yeah yeah i so i've uh i've heard of adidas i hadn't heard of your your app forgive me you know i'm just yeah. I'm, com I'm coming into my own here yeah. um so i downloaded the app and one thing that i that i noticed and kind of checking it out is that uh you've got thousands of people that have that are engaged with this community so this isn't yeah. this isn't just about you anymore Right. This is like this is, this is much bigger, um, which is awesome, which is great. So uh, tell us a little bit about the community uh, that, that you're involved with and how this all kind of came to be. So the Slow F Run Club came about just as, something, as a joke. Like I remember talking to friends and, and uh, one of my running buddies who's like, you know, BQ and just always Boston qualified. He's like, yeah, you know, like i get you guys like i get you martinez but you know you guys are slow af like i can't, I can't wait for you guys like, <laughs> that's where we, i came we from start at the beginning like i'll meet you at the bar but you guys are just slow af um and me being like you know what we are we are slow af and yeah. i'm happy to be there and that became like a running joke to me putting it on t-shirts 
to people buying t-shirts. I've sold over 2,000 slowly up t-shirts to me being like, you know what? I want a running club. I want a community. And I want some, something bigger than just uh, a typical Facebook group. Like everybody has Facebook groups. And I mm. feel like that's a no. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those things. That it becomes like this big noise because everybody has a running club or a running group on Facebook. So I wanted something different. Truthfully, I wanted my own Facebook for my slow runners uh, that also had an app uh, that we can also interact with and interact with um, other slow runners in the area with hopes to um, like creating our own race series as well as just going out and writing races together um, and, and more or less to provide a um, a directory of slower runners um, so slower runners can get together we can talk about the things that matters most to us as well as provide support education and motivation that's so cool and what resonates with me so much about that is, is our whole mission at run local which is one of making people move and changing local communities and i think for so long the running community was that guy saying oh you're slow af like and and no one taking that and being like, you know what? Yeah, we are, and but we're still running. And people right. have like kept it, it's been exclusionary. And if if we're gonna in, inspire people to move, it's gotta be inclusive, it's gotta be everybody, or at least give the opportunity to everybody. And that's um, different socioeconomics, different uh, people of color, uh, men, women, people from everywhere having the opportunity to do that. And I think Slow AF and, and you personally have been a fire starter for that thing. And I don't know if you if you're seeing that beyond just the beyond just the weight thing, just be, beyond size. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's been even talking about weight, right? Like it's been maybe about three, maybe three to four years, you know, since I've been doing this since 2012 that I really focused not focused on weight and focused primarily yep. on physical activity. Um, so mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know this, but my background is in exercise physics. So I have a bachelor's degree in exercise physiology. I, uh, you know, was a strength and conditioning coach for high school. I worked at a cardiac rehab facility. Um, and then I have a master's in health promotion, which is also a, a subset of public health. So I did a lot of working at clinical research centers, uh, focused on weight loss and social media and how those two can, um, you know, be great. And something in my life changed so in 2014 i had two bad car accidents in the same year mm. total both cars and you know sad depressed and the only thing that i really wanted to do during that time uh, after i gained all that weight back was i wanted to run and yeah. i didn't want to do anything else and i just remembered telling myself like i wasn't as happier like with loss <laughs> you know losing 100 pounds than i was not running yeah. And if I had to choose something of like losing, like, would you rather lose a hundred pounds or run five marathons in a year? I'm constantly picking five, running five marathons in a year. Yeah. The experience. Yes. Yeah. It feels like. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I, I mean, that's so carry, sorry, carry on. Um, so it, it was more or less that experience. Well, when I was like, if I ever, if I'm able to ever be able to run again, I'm just going to focus on running and hmm. the joy that running brings, um, the fact that I just want to promote physical activity to people and let people know that my physical activity is running, it's five marathons a year or whatever it may be. And yours might be different, but it can be done. Right. And with the Slow F Run Club, that was one of the things I just wanted to make sure that I got a, uh, got that point across is that I'm trying to lower the barrier of running, lower the barrier of intimidation of, you know, people hearing 
uh, these common things. Well, my my husband or my wife told me I need to lose 30 pounds before I start running because it's going to be bad right. for my knees or, um, you know, all these other things. I don't have this runner's body. So it's really of like using me as an example, say I'm 300, you know, plus pounds. I run marathons. You know, you can do somewhat similar. It's going to look different, but let's get going. And you don't have to wait until you are what you think you need to be in your head to get it going. That's so cool. I can see the smile on Josh and my face. We're doing this video as well um, that will hopefully appear on the YouTubes. But I, I, Josh and I are starting to smile at the same time because I think we both are engaged at that point of like, it's okay for everybody. It's what gets us like so fired up about running. Um, Josh, yeah, I know yeah. you got to follow up. No, I think I think that I think it's exactly right. Is is uh, you know I think one of the things that I've learned over over many years is that it's a it's a larger ecosystem um, that that is necessary to have these events really be be great. And the thing that kind of ties it all together is not just the event itself, but it's the the joy of knowing that twenty six point two is twenty six point two for everybody. Like it doesn't matter. It's still the same distance, and you can all relate to that. It's like it's like food and music, right? Like people relate to those things. They relate to to exercise and sports in the same way. And the unique thing about getting out there and doing these events and training for that is is it is it is a lifetime and it's a uh, event and sport and it's accessible to everyone. It's yeah. not like baseball or cricket or football or soccer or something like that where you need a lot of structure that's involved with that you just lace them up and walk out the door now to be fair that's probably the hardest thing of the whole process right like absolutely you're just having like a little moment to yourself when it's like a little drizzly outside like mm, i don't know i don't know about that yeah um so i guess i think the question is you know with all that with all that kind of process uh, that we all share and that, that all we experience you know i, I know that you probably spent a lot of time talking to folks and helping them stay motivated, right? In addition to just the community. I mean, how do you talk them through the ups and downs, the ins and outs of, of the process, when, both when it's going well, and then, you know, the times when it's not going as perfectly as we'd want it to be. I think that's one of the things that's uh, a great thing that we're having conversations with uh, inside of the Run Club right now, is this whole thing of um, this whole notion of staying ready so you have to get ready. Um, yeah. Eventually, you know, COVID-19 shall pass, just like everything else bad in the world. It shall pass. And, you know, I even think about for myself, Boston Marathon, I, I got into Boston Marathon, I was invited to run and, you know, decided to run it and that get postponed. And knowing that even though I got postponed and it's two weeks before Berlin Marathon, I still need to stay ready. So this is opportunity for me to stay ready. So I have to get ready. It's like one of those old adages that my uncle used to say, like, you know, Martinez, boy, you got to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And it's one of those things that's like, <laughs> we have to stay ready. Like, life I doesn't like it. change. And I, I think for a lot of people, it's getting them to realize that they too are athlete, even though they might not be Meb or Shalane Flanagan, but they are athlete in their own right. Like, if you're training mm -hmm. for a marathon or you're training for a race, like, you need to, you, there are still things you need to do. You need to train. Like, running is a part of that. And getting people to accept that athlete mindset of I'm an athlete, I need to do what as of what athlete does, even in this time of need. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting to me right now. Um, I was thinking about it today, just something very similar to that in that 
you know, yes, there's the training for life thing. I think that's been passing around on, on the internet. It's like, what are you, what are you doing this for? It's like, I'm training for life. Like I'm ready just to be ready for anything. But then I was also thinking about for the games. <laughs> that's what you've always said. I'm training for the games. And I was like the senior games, Josh, because um, I'm out. <laughs> uh, no, for real though, I was thinking about the life lessons that I've learned. So this morning I ran a trail. Um, it's a 12 mile loop that I've done. I used to use in college. So 20 years ago and I, and it all started like coming back to me, like on each turn of the trail of, of how hard we were training and how this was just a small part of getting ready for maybe it was Olympic trials or some marathon or, or some cross country season, but how impactful it was for me in my daily life since then, like that getting up and getting shit done and taking care of business that that passion like that 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 excitement has gotten me ready for life so it's i love when you're saying like we've got to we got to get ready so we can be ready and me getting ready 20 years ago was getting ready for the rest of my life and i think as a coach because now you're coaching a lot of people do you bring in that heaviness of like this is about everything or do you keep it simple and be like we're running just to run because I, I i could see that almost being too heavy to people to be in like Oh, I'm I'm training and it's going to change my entire life. Or do you just feel like you're training for the experience? It, it varies person to person, but I think for a larger uh, scale of people, is that it, it's hard for people to be like, I had this goal for a race, and this race is not here, so I don't have the motivation for that goal. Mm-hmm. And then trying to like flip that switch to say, okay, you might not have the motivation motivation for that goal but there's still other races that you can train for. And then the other thing, the great part of this is that if you train now, um, you'll have that, you'll have a better stamina. You can have, you know, that mileage that you may be struggling with. Something you don't have to rent, you don't have to ramp up as harder and as fast as a typical like 16 week, 18 week, 20 week training plan. Whereas now you can take it in bite sized chunks and it won't be as rough and still get to where you want to go. Right. I think that I think that's great. I mean, I've backed off uh, personally. Uh, there was like some huge blocks that I was doing uh, since December uh, with the thought of the same thing like you, like the spring marathon was, hey, let's circle something. Let's go. Let's, you know, let's yeah. strike while we're, while we're not broken. Um, but now it's one of those things where you kind of go, well, I could focus on, I mean, I still need some convincing core work, for example, or, you know, some hip flexibility, whatever it is. There's like, there's a bit more time. There's a bit more distraction. Maybe these are some of the times to shore up some of the things that are going to help. Out. And, you know, just to echo what you were saying earlier, something that I thought was really interesting um, is your, it was your uncle, right? That's, that said that to you. Yes. And you're, I was like word for word, um, uh, Pat Tyson, who was the coach of Mead High School uh, up in mm-hmm. Washington, one of the great high school cross country programs of, of all time. Uh, was roommates with Steve Prefontaine, and he and, and my very first college coach, Dwayne Hartman, used to say the same thing, which was, you need about six weeks, full stop, uh, of running to be ready to start to get into shape, <laughs> you know? Like, you yeah. need at least a block of time before your body's even ready to start trying to get into shape, like just some right. stabilizing things. So whether, you're, regardless of where you are, I think your uncle was spot on. It's like, let's... Right prepare yourself so when it really when it really matters you're ready to go yeah i love that that's great that's yeah, we're t- chopping wood right yeah. now yeah, yeah we're chopping wood we're getting ready for a fire we're just building a big old fire we're just getting, we're going to start putting her around and then we're just going to when this thing 
pops off when they let us go outside and start doing events i'm gonna light the whole thing up it's gonna be a big ass <laughs> bonfire so focus going crazy uh run local events gonna be going nuts also what's oh. probably talking is this local uh beer uh that i just got from um i can't even i can't even remember that's how excited i am great <laughs> great stuff how excited you are or did you just transition from beer beer to glass right there or you got the yeah. same beer glass you're doubling down no i'll see oh, if the mic can pick that up it's a nice mic hopefully I didn't yeah. it on the mic uh i'd like to, to transition a little bit i want to pivot a little bit because i want to find out how you go from being a run local ambassador kind of cool slow af very cool and now you're an adidas like athlete hanging out with noah lyles the fastest man in the world you're on a, a global campaign on billboards uh, you and i are in germany at the same time and i'm there just doing some site visits you're like oh yeah i'm, I'm actually filming some crazy shit <laughs> like what we just talked like six months ago and this was not happening but i think to do that can you walk us through the berlin marathon 2019 yeah, I love that. I was curious about that too. You just you just like mentioned that off to the side, like ah, it's no big thing, like Berlin 2019. But yeah, I want to hear that story as well. Um, Berlin. Do you mind? Yes, let let's go for it. Um, so Berlin 2019. This is a race that I got into from the lottery, and 2019 was already a crazy year. I, I ran Berlin, uh, not Big Sur Marathon. Um, I got a, a DNF at mile 21. Um, Randy Trey Hurricane Point um, or something like that. Yes, it, it, which is already a tough race in this own. I ran I my first. There. Um, what else? I ran, I ran my first Tough Mudder um, to train for uh, Big Sur. So it was it was just a hell of a year, and then spent 126 days training for Berlin Marathon. You know, I know they had like the specific time uh, limit and everything. So get there, Berlin Marathon the day just felt eerie. And the reason I said that is I stayed maybe three quarters of a mile away from the starting line and I ran there. And <laughs> as I'm running this three quarters of a mile, like I'm just sweating like profusely, just crazy. I'm like, what is going on? It's just humid, 100% humidity outside. Get to the start line, I'm trying to calm myself down, cool down, starts the race and it rains. Sky open up and it just rains for at least three hours. So after it rains, it gets cold, the wind starts blowing. I'm still out there. So about five, five and a half hours passed. Um, they start packing up just like any other race. And I just remember talking to uh, some of the volunteers, some of the people who was in the SAG vehicle just to say, hey, like, I'm, I'm okay. Like, I got my three liter backpack that I carry with me to most races. Like, I got water but are you gonna let me finish the race? And everybody was like, yeah, like you, you'll be able to finish the race. So run, continue running, it's cold, it's hot. I'm changing clothes while running cause like I'm soaked. Shoes are making noise from like all the water, you know, that squishy noise, like when you just get your shoes wet. Yeah, like yeah. Every step for the last six miles was a squish, 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 squish. Um, and get, 200 meters away from the start line, go like running past the Brandenburg gate and it's mm -hmm. barricaded. I can literally see the finish line. They had just turned off the lights of the, like the, the numbers of the lights of the, the finish line. And the clock, I just remember, that whole yeah, thing clock. goes off. And I just remember having like this 
an intense conversation slash argument with this guy at the barricade. Like, hey, like I'm still a runner showing him my bib. Like, yeah. I need to get to the finish line. And he was like, no, no, race is over. Like, no more. And it's like, but no, I'm still running. Like, look at me. Like, look at this bib. And he's like, no more, no more. And I end up having to go through um, the exit of, like, Finisher's Village, try to figure out where the finish line is at, where do I get a medal. And, like, when I got there, which was, like, another additional mile. So you ran 26. You see the point two. Can't get there. Have to run another mile just to get to the finish line to get, like, my, you know, to get my medal and uh, other stuff that I had packed up and, like, everybody be gone. And it, it was, like, one of those devastating things for me to mm. get there, wow. try to find this finish line, can't find it. When I get there, everybody's gone and, like, not have a medal. And then, you know, I, I end up filming all of this on uh, Instagram. And as yeah. I'm filming this, like, somebody's like, oh, you ran the race? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you you want a medal? And I said, yeah. So he gives me this medal, and I look at it, and it's an like inline skating medal. Yeah, yeah. Like, the day before. Right? Yeah, let's give him anything. <laughs> so it was like this inline skating medal, and then um, as I'm walking, I'm talking, I'm just trying to figure out like my thoughts of a feeling like I'm delusional because I'm hey, I just ran this whole marathon. Uh, B like I have no support. And see, like, I have this medal of, like, inline skating. And eventually, like, somebody gives me a medal. Like, a kid, like, had a box of medals. And he's like, hey, here's one. Um, But it it was one of those things that really, like, was disheartening to me. And really um, changed the way how I thought about running and whether or not I just wanted to quit running right then and there. Mm. Um, Because it was an experience. Like, think about it. Like, you, a year before this race this even started, you apply to the lottery and then you train for this race and then you get there and, you know, the weather doesn't work in your way and, you know, you already got the odds stacked up against you because, you know, I'm a slower runner, so I'm in the back and, like, the weather is humid, it, the skies open up, it rains, it's cold and everything else and, like, to, to like, run six miles in, like, soaking wet shoes and to get there and not get the thing that you was hoping and wishing for. Yeah. Um, was really distraught like it was, was really one of those things that you know it hurt it and it really took me to uh, the flight back home to really just think about this and be like you know what like it's okay like this sucked like I know it sucked but it's gonna be okay like I got another race like I got had rock and roll I think it was rock and roll San Francisco no rock and roll San Jose the following mm-hmm. weekend and um, that following weekend, I'm still nervous. I still felt like a way, but me being like, I have to move forward because I still have these other races and I can like really think about running like after this year's up. And uh, the way rock and roll does is like you had the 5K before, the day before, I got there, PR'd my 5K and then ran the half marathon and then PR'd my uh, 10K and half marathon time. Oh, and the same yeah. day. And the oh, same day. Like, and, yeah. and run. Yes. In route, yeah. dude. That's how you get back on the horse. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. F you. You know what? I need yeah. good weather. Bring it back to the West Coast, and I'll just show you how you do it. Yeah, I think you're under. I think you're actually underselling that experience because you at the Brandenburg Gate, you can see theoretically where the finish line is. 
Yes. Like it's, it's right there. In the park that you're talking about, so if you're coming through the gate, you just turn to the right, right? And you had to go around that finisher village. Yes. That, that is huge. That's huge. It was, it's at least a mile for sure. You're probably underselling that for sure. Um, man, that is. You ran sad. an ultra. Yeah. <laughs> Doubling down on that. That was a 50K. The yeah. Berlin 50K. You're the new record holder of the Berlin 50K. <laughs> uh, we are. And we're happy to announce him here on the Run Local podcast, the Berlin record, the Berlin 50K. But there was something that happened, and I'd love to know, like, what what have you learned since? Because I feel like something exploded maybe where you could have gone the other way. You could have said F you to running and walked the other way, and it would have been a reasonable, I think, a reasonable response. Like, running's not taking care of me. Why would I go back and take care of it? But you've done something almost different. What what changed in you in those weeks? And then maybe it's after San Jose rock and roll. Um, I really think it had to do with San Jose rock and roll as well as like the other races that I had right afterwards. So um, at the San Jose rock and roll, I think I had Detroit Marathon. I had um, New York City. And I think I maybe even had another race that was on tap. Uh, oh yeah, Route 66. I had a Route 66 mm -hmm. on tap. Oh wow! Okay. So, like I had all these other marathons. You know, I had my run coach also in my ear, just saying like, "Yo, like you train, like you got this, you can do this." And um, just a lot of just self talk with me, and mm. you know, just trying to make sure that I like put in like positive affirmation to say, like, even though this, you know, even though this DNF hurt it, and, and and it was crazy because like I had a DNF with uh, with Big Sur, and the right. thing was, and, and the two different things is that it was the expectations. Yeah, with Big Sur, they strict six hour cutoff, like no ifs ands and buts about it. We will pick your ass up off this damn. <laughs> I know that van. I've seen and that van. Put you in that van, period, point blank. And to have, you know, a different experience in Berlin where it's like, oh, like, oh, okay, no, no, you're good. Like, it'll, be fine. it'll running, be fine. It'll be fine. You know, yep. it's like almost just being blown off. And, you know, those experiences and, um, you know, with rock and roll in San Jose and like me, be, uh, me, um, PR and like those races really just put uh, a different view of life um, when it comes to running. To, to, to always say that there's always going to be another race, period, point blank. And it might mm. be just oversimplizing, but it, it really comes down to that. Like I had a bad race, but guess what? I can go sign up for that same distance the following weekend and know I'm already trained and yeah. do like 10 times better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that goes beyond life. And that's maybe where I was going 15 minutes ago when I was like, when you open up, the, the running creates that chasm or creates that opportunity to see that like, there's another race, there's yeah. another job, there's another opportunity, there's another chance to pitch a, 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 yeah. a some kind of project. Like there is another, if you can gather yourself up, pick your, pick your ass up off the ground, find out what you want to do better next time. Like that's what running's taught me. And I feel yes. like it, it did something to you where it just, it, the, you get knocked down and you lift, lift you back up. And now we become even more powerful. And then the other thing is, it really came down to this, like, like who is, what is Berlin Marathon, like in the scheme of life, you know, yes, of course that you know I DNF, but in the scheme of life, like this is gonna be a blip, and there's gonna be one of those stories that I, you know, I tell people as a motivational thing, like yeah, I DNF, 
Like it hurt. It, it hurt like hell. Like it was bad. But like, who who are they to like make me change running? Like to make me like just give it up right then yeah. and there. When you know years before, you know having these car accidents and like you know lost weight, gained it all back and some. And like, but only thing I wanted to do was run. Like so, like who are they in the scheme of that? Like so, you saying I'm just gonna give up running because of like a DNF because I didn't get a medal. Like I know I can run to 26. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's whatever it comes. To. I know I can run to 26. Like I've been training for this for years. Mm-hmm. So like, who who are they? Yeah, and, and it really does go down to that to be like, if it goes down, it, it's the simple fact of like even from slow AF, if I can get people to to realize themselves as athletes. You know, did anything else and like realize they are athlete and they to treat themselves as that and like move in that way, then everything else will be all right. Like you'll get to the distance. And that's what it mm-hmm. came to me is just being like, well, I'm an athlete. And I think about everybody else athletes that had like shitty experiences. I think of like Mayweather at the Olympics. Yep. You know, I think about not even just athlete, I think about Beyonce at. Uh, at Star Search, like they won to, they got beat to Skeleton Crew. We don't even know who the hell Skeleton Crew is anymore, right? Like, who? It's these, it's these adversities, um, in life, in these situations that make us step up to the the next level. And I feel like it's sometimes like we need those adversities, like we yep. need those setbacks and these stumbling blocks to help us realize, like, oh, like this is not gonna happen anymore. Like this is not happening anymore. Yeah. Period. And I'm yeah. gonna show you why. And yeah. it, and that's what it really is. And it, it, it takes a different type of person to realize that. And I and I think the best way to really realize that is to realize that you're an athlete and it, it's your job to do this. Like if Michael Jordan had a bad day or like the uh I'm using air quotes here, like Michael Jordan's flu game, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Love that clip. <laughs> right. Um if if Michael just like oh I just got the flu I'm gonna sit on out like like whatever, um, right. that doesn't mean that we can't go back out there the next day and do it. Yeah. And sometimes we have to just really think like yo is it really that serious? Yeah. Like when it's all said and done, like we just running races. Yeah, and that's kind of the beauty. And uh, I brought this up in the intro, and I don't think we were recording yet, but our last podcast guest was Stephanie Bruce, and there. It, if you look on paper, you put the two of you next to each other, the people are like, well, they don't have anything in common. And then I'd be like, well, they're both runners. And let me tell you something about them. They both have had roadblocks in front of them every single week, every single month, year after year for the past, whatever, decades. Steph lost her father early on. She's gone through two kids. She's still fighting to try to make an Olympic team here and there. And yet she comes from such a different place. But I think runners can relate. Like you could relate to that and be like, she's still putting one foot in front of the other, getting up every day and trying to do it. You're still putting one foot in front of the other and you're both inspiring people to like do more and go more. And yeah. and for me, I just, I love to see the, I don't know, Josh, you, you were on that yeah. interview. I, 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 can see I, I think that's right. I think this is like, this is one of the things that I, that that's so interesting to me is we talk a lot about, you know, the stories uh, that, that let's talk about at the professional level, right? Like humanizing the individuals in some way, shape or form. 
Um, you take Christian Coleman, who I'm sure has had his set of uh, obstacles in his way. And he's the 100-meter world champion uh, in Doha in 2019. And then you've got Noah Lyles on the other side. And I'm oh, sure... Good transition. And I think they both probably have wonderful stories of roadblocks and, and challenges and setbacks, both in training and, you know, in life and all that stuff. But you, the reason why you're, you're gravitating more, or at least I am, I don't know about, about y'all, but Noah Lyles to me, I go, yeah, for sure, because he, he clearly enjoys it. And yeah, he clearly it. recognizes that, that this is, this is a, a, a chance for him to, to perform and engage and just, you know, realize that, hey, man, it's just running, <laughs> first of all. Um, but it's a celebration for him. And I know that you've, you've got a connection with, with Noah that I, that I think we'd, we would love to hear personally because I think the guy's fantastic. Um, and I just, even if he finished last, I just love just the, the vibrancy that he brings to a, to a sport. You're a little wider, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Do you mind diving into that a little bit? Tell us some, some of the stories you have with Noah. Yeah, Mr. Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to name drop, but <laughs> I don't know. It's going to come down. You know what's interesting about that? Um, I haven't really met Noah uh, in person yet, which oh, is very all, interesting. They're editing it like your best friends in the in yeah. the global commercial that you're on. <laughs> Both doing workouts together. Yo, uh, it, it's very interesting, like the way um, the magics of editing works out. <laughs> um, but the, even that whole like the, the whole uh, Adidas thing, right? You know, they reached out to me just to say, hey, you know, Martinez, like, we, we see what you're doing. And, you know, we, we have this idea, you know, we want to make sure, you know, we want to see if you're interested and, um, you know, and things of that sort. And, you know, Noah Lyles is going to be a part of it. And I'm like, 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 world breaker, like, fastest man Noah Lyles. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. You squeeze and, that in the schedule? <laughs> yeah, like, can I fit that in? Let me see what, what's run local when it got going on that weekend. <laughs> I let him um, out of his contract. You know, For a little bit. It, it was an interesting um, campaign, though, um, because it was multiple. I would say it was international in, in, in a great sense um, because they had shoots in L.A. You know, I shot in Portugal. Uh, the two other ladies that was uh, a part of the campaign also shot in Portugal. And it was just interesting to, you know, meet some of these people as well as not meet some of these people and see, you know, there was a part of the campaign as well. And to just reach out to them, it's like, oh, like you was there. Like, oh, man, I wish we would have met. Um, but also be able to like form these relationships now with them, you know, even for like Noah or the, you know, uh, Ellie or the, the uh, mm -hmm. other young lady like Shanae and, and just have this great relationship and have this bond afterwards to be like, you know, we've we've created something, or we was part of something that uh, is creating um, a, a different light when it comes to running. Just to show, like, you know, the fastest man in the world to like one of the slowest guys in the back of the pack. Hmm. Yeah, and JT, you know, I think that's what what you're all about with with uh, Run Local, um, which is I think is a, a a really fantastic point. Like. Everybody has that experience and that shared experience, and you're a part of something now. You're all, you know, either you're a finisher or you're a starter or you're individual training for something. Like it's a, it's a shared sense of community. And I thought that's that's some of the stuff that I hear from Run Local that's that's super cool. 
Yeah. Um, so if if you were when you do meet meet Noah and and you all hang out for a bit, you know, is that you got you got you gonna go for a run? You, you going for a beer? What what's the what's the plan? Maybe some strides, a little some a little track work. <laughs> you know, a little track work, a little yeah. strides. You know what I'm saying? Um, Give him a few tips. <laughs> knee drive, man. You gotta get knee drive. I need you out of the blocks, Noah. We're talking about the gold <laughs> bombers. We need gold bombers around your neck. Twenty Tokyo 2021. Tokyo 2021. Hashtag it here. I want you in his ear until then. Um, I think I'm I'm to a point where I want to know what's next for oh, for yeah. 300 pounds of running. What's what are you looking towards? Um, because I you're always scheming. You and I have talked for I don't know when was that time we met up for that coffee. Since then, I feel like you're you're it's, it's you, been about you ran years. right past you ran right past me. I felt like I was trying to help you, and now I'm asking you, what do I do? Like, what? How do I how do I blow up? How do I do a good podcast? How how do I get a community going? You just went right. You're lapping me in terms of of social and, and digital. But I'd love to know what you're doing next. Um, I think the next thing that I'm really focused on, the thing that I'm most excited about is. You know, at the beginning of this year, I launched the mobile app application for the Slow F1 Club. So before that, it was just a, strictly a website. But now, you know, the fact that it's mobile on Android, iOS, you know, uh, and iPad, you know, and just letting people know that it, it's something, it's bigger than just, you know, a running club. Like it's a Facebook for running, for slow runners, right? Nice. Uh, and it's our own closed uh, our own closed system mm -hmm. and I think that's the greatest part just, just to be able to show people that you know like I am the alpha and omega <laughs> when it comes to this like you know like I'm the guy who's like moderating and like when people are like hey or like reporting to somebody like I see those so I think yep. that's one thing um the, the fact that it has grown um over 2,000 members in a short period of time within like three months is amazing. You know, I look forward to growing that to hundreds of thousands of slow mm -hmm. runners around the world. Um, yeah. And creating, um, Keep bringing them into the sport. I love it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's like there's no fake news in that. You know, it's yeah. all verified content. Exactly. Like, I love it. Um, as well as like training more individuals and running these races. So you know, with my partnership with Adidas, um, I'm able to you know get invited to run Boston you know, if Boston happens this year um, and be able to um, have the ear of the board, you know, and be able to share some of the things that the back of the pack is looking for, as well as like larger, larger runners, as well as like, you know, being a male and, you know, being a runner, right? It, it's an interesting time in the world where um, a lot of the larger sportswear brands are focusing on women. And mm -hmm. it's a great thing with, it's a great thing with that because the women has been through a lot of things, but also being able to tell these brands like it should be a yes and instead of a yes but, like yes mm. we're supporting the women and I great that and I appreciate that because women need it and plus side men need support as well. Yeah, and making sure it's sports specific, right? So you know you may have three X running, I mean three X basketball shorts but who wants to run in long basketball shorts? So make right. sure they are. Oh, we got a little, we got a little bit of a, of we a lag. Yeah, I think we're, we're back. 
There we go. Now we're back on. We I think actually that was- shoot for imperfection. And this podcast was going way too good until just now, which is perfect. We got a little pro. <laughs> we're going to have to have oh. transition into uh, his high school days of running in basketball shorts and, and, uh, and boxers. And, and boxers. Great decisions on both hands. Gosh. That's and, so and, cool. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, right, is being able to be this global ambassador for running uh, just to show people that it can be done. And it, it's going to be hard, but it can be done. And if, if anything, you know, looking towards me to be one of those thought leaders uh, when it comes to running, um, to consult with other race directors, um, as well as like just world domination when it comes to running. Heck yeah. I'm go. all for that. So I go. think you're in a really interesting place right now um, with, I don't know if you guys are noticing it, but more people are just out there running right now. There's nothing else you can do. You can't go to the gym. You're not going to Orange Theory. You're not doing CrossFit. Like, yeah. I think you are can be like the voice yeah. of these people who are just putting their foot out on the pavement for the first time. Dude, and I and would it, just encourage you to light that fire and just let it rip. And it's crazy because people see each other from the other side of the street and they're just like, hey, what's up, man? I haven't no, seen you I've, I've never, never seen, seen you before. Yeah. Not to mention, yeah. you're running in weird soccer shoes. You should probably fix You should probably <laughs> figure that out. Like, you're um, running in like, what do you think? I mean, I think you're poised. You're like in a great spot to, to make this okay for everyone to get out and move during Corona yeah. time. And, that, and that's really what I want, you know. Um, uh, you know, my, my naysayers and my, you know, my biggest critics say that I'm promoting obesity and things of that sort. Mm. And the true thing is that I'm promoting physical activity, period, point blank. I just want people to get active, like, and be active. And it doesn't have to be under the guise of losing weight. Like physical activity is so much healthier to you. It's so much more than just like weight loss. When you think about the psychological benefits, you know, being mm. heart healthy, there's other so many other benefits with just moving than just weight loss. And I want to be able to share that with other individuals to know that like movement is good for you. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I think that's I think that's, that's the message. spot on. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so has everybody gone for a run today? Yeah. I got a great one in. I had like a spiritual experience. I was already trying to tell you guys. I did that 12 mile loop. How about you, Martinez? You you moved today? I'm actually getting on my road bike today. Oh wow! All right, there you go. Oh, I, I still got I still got to get mine in at some point today. Yeah. You're running? Yeah, that's good motivation though. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. No, I think I think we'd be tone deaf if we weren't we weren't acknowledging you know like we're in a serious time right now, but people are moving their bodies and they're getting out and more people are doing it. And I hope it's I hope it's revelatory for really just the human race to be like, yeah, we have this opportunity to go walk, to hike, to run, yeah. regardless of body type. This is what's available to us at all times. Yeah, yeah. I got I got blasted um, going up a hill yesterday by some woman uh, who was just crushing it, and she she smoked by me. I didn't even see her, right? Because she's on yeah. the other side of the street. And then I'd look up and and she is she's cranking by me. Um, and it's a pretty long hill. It's maybe like a half mile, three quarters of a mile in, in total. Yeah. Not super steep, but I'm like, wow, she is crushing it. And she gets to the top, you know, and kind of like kind of like waits for me to get to the top and go, hey, nice work, right? I've never seen it. She's like, yeah, yeah, you too, man. And it was just you that too. sense of like, it doesn't matter because the, the hill was the the hill was the challenge. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't anybody else. 
right? And you lost. Yeah, when you get to the top, it's nice to be able to celebrate that with other people as well. No, so I, well, we can't high five. You can, uh, I can't even really elbow anymore. No, 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 Some no. virtual, what's up? Good job. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Yeah. Oh, Way to do well, it. Well, yeah, before we pop off here, um, Martinez, I want to get give you an opportunity to tell everyone where, where they can find you, where they can, where they can follow, where they can join slow AF. Alrighty. Uh, for slow AF, you can find that at slow AF run club in your Apple phones, in your Android phones. If you go to the app store and just type in slow AF, you'll find me, um, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at 300 pounds and running. That's 300 spell out pounds and running as well as run slow AF on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm. Nailed it. Um, there it is. There it is. Episode three in the books. Yeah, I think we I did it again here, Josh. It is absolute magic. It is the best one we've done this weekend. Absolutely for sure. <laughs> Talk to it today. Oh my gosh! But by far the best podcast we've had. Thing, by far the I best do, guest. It, there's one thing I do want to mention because, like, like Run Local holds it down, right? And it holds it down for the back of the pack, and it, it's Thank a you, great man. thing to be a part of that. And to support and to verify with other slow runners, be like, yo, I've done it. I know JT. And like, you'll be supported. And yeah. it's a great thing, a great thing for people like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I'll, I'll give this race a shot. That's cool. Anyway, we do. We're, and, uh, you know, to be honest, I think it took some, some like a, a psychological flip in my brain, a switch in my brain to turn it away from Olympic trials, performance, performance, performance to like, this is bigger. This is bigger than you. This is bigger than fast. This is making sure that Josh is on the mic until every single runner has crossed the line. Like every runner counts. And Josh. No, it's more fun. Home. It's more fun than watching you at the trials, JT. I'll tell you that hundred <laughs> percent. People are happy. That was, that was painful. Yeah, yeah, people are happy. Yeah, it's fun. It's good. You know, that is as we talk about this every all the time. It's like that is where that's where the celebrations at. That's where the party's at, right there. Like, don't let those folks at the front know about the party too much. Like, we don't want to, you know, we got we got a limit on that party. But it is exactly. it is fun. I love the attitude, man. I love it. So, run local events will come back. We will be back either this summer or this fall or whenever they let us come back. We're going to be welcoming all the runners across the finish line. Martinez. I know we're going to see you there, uh, and I hope to see you at the start line. I, I'm, I'm more of a finish line guy, actually, at Boston Marathon for September 15th, so that'll be fun to see you out there. There's so much to look forward to. We just got to get through these months to, to keep America healthy and, and get the globe back on, on pace, and uh, I'm excited about it. But you can find us at, at Run Local Events um, on, the, on the Twitter, on the Instagram. This podcast will be coming out very soon. Check out our virtual workout. That's going to be a Wednesday workouts that's run local workout wednesdays um some cool all types of cool stuff coming out we still got stickers on the app store we got some stickers you can check out search run local you can send those around to your friends uh but josh i think we're good to go i want to thank yeah. everyone for tuning in again yeah thanks and then and just to clarify that that wednesday that it kicks things off is on the on the first right jt april 1st we're gonna do it all april every wednesday uh okay this, this week this month Okay, great. Yeah, well, it was fantastic. What a great conversation. Uh, definitely the yeah. highlight of the day, for sure. For yeah, sure. I appreciate you both. Y'all have a good day. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, fellas.